Welcome everybody to the Authentic Self Show on the Nachos Cafe podcast, where you will hear more than one perspective on facing the world authentically. In today's Authentic Self episode, we close our thick skin conversation with a recap on what we've learned, what we've shared, and how we will practice going forward. Hi loves. Hey. Hey. How are you, Hector? How have you been? We have those weeks, we have those days, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's just, it's been a lot, but it's good. That's good. It's, I didn't realize how much relation, I, I didn't realize how much like typical romantic relation, it, it, well, the thing is it wasn't even typical, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, I'm such a free spirit that Anytime I try to be in a relationship, it just throws me completely off. Yeah, it feels like you're getting into a cage versus... Oh my God, yeah, I just... It's not me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny that you say that because I kind of get the same feeling, but then I don't know if it's me, like, trying to fight the change and not be used to it. Because that's... I'm like, it's been three years now and I still feel like every day like I don't think relationships are for me I don't think this is going to be forever da, da, da. like I have that mentality at moments but yeah like I said at the same time as much as she drives me crazy I my life wouldn't be the same if she wasn't in it so I don't know like for me it's it's, it's a change like it's just the whole like I feel like I'm being domesticated and it's definitely a change because I'm used to being such a free spirit and not even just like trying to emotionally connect with people, but just like having the freedom to do what I want. Like the hardest thing for me is to like get an okay for something I want to do for myself. Not necessarily like get an okay, like I have to get your permission, right? but I have to take into account like your feelings And it sounds bad because, like, if I want to get up and go do something and you want to just, like, sit at home and watch a movie or just, like, be laid up. And I'm like, well, I don't want you, though. I I can't sit still right now. Like, it's not how I feel. And I feel like I always struggle with accommodating. And that's prior to this relationship. I've always felt like, well, that's going to be an issue. Ain't nobody going to like it. So I know I'm not going to be with anybody forever. And now her ass just, like. I'm just going to be glued to your hip. So where you go, I go. And now I'm just like, well, no. And my mind is like, that doesn't work because that means that we're still together. And it's like, <laughs> not, it's not me. It's not my alone time. It's not my group. It's, it's, it's an us thing right now. And it's just like, I'm trying to get away from the us factor. Yeah. <laughs> Without losing yourself. I think it's, it's so like, helpful. Like, huh? Say that yeah. again? No, I said the, without losing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I, I feel I feel like we don't need, I mean, we shouldn't have to have permission, but like I think it's um I guess it's that trust because there's no way we can all do everything together. There are some things that make us authentically individual. And that is why they fail for us. And sometimes they forget, and sometimes we forget that. You know, there's like a reason why we attracted each other, but sometimes that gets lost because now we're trying to be magnet. We're trying to be glued so much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, we have to, the, what drew us together is that individuality. So don't lose it, just enhance it. You know, now you enhance it together, but also know that we can't do everything together because that you do things I don't do. I do things you don't like to do. And that's okay, yeah. you know? And there's still yeah. not going to be no disrespect, you know, unless there's an intention. But I'm just saying, like, there's no disrespect, you know. But if there are things that, that you have that conversation and that talk ahead of time or even still now, like, what are you looking to have in this relationship? Like, talking about to, you know, your lover or whatnot, like, and have that deep conversations, have those, like, I'm scared. Or like, I'm not used to this or cause like I've had those conversations and I'm like, I'm all in my head, you know, where it's like, first of all, I feel like I'm, you're too, sometimes I'm like, I feel like I don't deserve you. But then again, then that's second guessing me and my worth. Like, hold on. I deserve the best. Yes. And so like, I just, hold <laughs> like, on. You know, <laughs> it's like, 
it was too big to go that low, honey. You better yeah. not be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Like, hold on. Uh, <laughs> okay. Or, rewind. Excuse me. <laughs> so uh-huh. I think it's a lot of examining and uh-huh. just kind of like, it's kind of rewriting the system in a sense, you know, like we're so a certain way, like you all, both of you guys are like saying stuff that's in my head, like, oh my God, yes, girl, is this, is this right now? We're all in the same playing field right now. I'm like, it's different. Um, but I think um, we just need to talk about it more, you know? Yeah. And that's why it's like, and even just thinking about it in terms like just doing this freaking, um, just like this recap of, thick skin and everything like that comes with it and just like how we've broken it down into so many different layers like yes we are. you're right because after like after this journey going through that process and like identifying those those layers in my life I realized how like my my mindset has changed so much in such a short period of time like and uh Hector you weren't even here last time and, but I, I want to tell you like I had that conversation with wow. my dad yeah he did. it was he did oh she my did. god i did yeah and oh my god I, 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 it, it, thank you for saying that because i before you said that and just like the phrase of fucking generational traumas I, I i didn't even think of it and now actually seeing how they're a real thing and how they're in my family and how they they have influenced me it's crazy like it's it's crazy to know how much it, it actually has because my parents have gone through a lot like both together and then both as individuals like before they even met yeah I, you'll be hearing it next week <laughs> it's so crazy well my teacher my my yoga teacher she one of my instructors she had a, like <laughs> gone through so she had done a lot of her healing before she got pregnant again. And it was interesting because she got it. So she was able to do that healing work with her son to break that cycle. So her son wouldn't go through some of the same things. And just the way this boy is growing up and these kids are growing up, they're so just, they're themselves. You know what I mean? And it's like, to me, it's just, it's, it's so powerful if we think about like our DNA, right? Like that's in our blood. We're part of our parents, whatever they went through their lineage, even, even our ancestors, like their, their parents, our grandparents, all that is in our system. It's like, and it's, so we have to, we have to do that energetic cleansing of our mind and spirit. So we could actually like, okay, like I get it. Like, this is not mine. And it ends here. Like no one else has to experience it after me. And that, that, that just, it, it hit me. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy that that happens, though. It, but it, you have to really be aware, I think, yeah. to realize that and watch because, like, it happens and it happens over and over again until someone it breaks. Does. And it makes me even think about, like, because B and I have talked about. <clears throat> in the future what it will look like if we decided to have more of our own little family like if we were to adopt and things like that and so now going through this own process in my life like I want to know how I could help like a child go through that because I feel like like I'm stopping it with my generation like it stops with me and I know that and so I know the children that I raised, they're not going to have to experience it from me. Yeah. But it's one thing for it to like, to come from your biological parent. It's another thing to come from like that you've never known. What if it's right. a parent that didn't want you? Like what, there's so much there. So I think that, that like thinking about that now, it, it makes me more mindful of just being in that position to, to raise a child and to, to mold someone's life because it did and like that conversation with my dad it, it really sparked me to ask him questions that thinking about it now as an adult I wouldn't have thought about it asking that question as a child and just understanding his perspective on how it happened not being angry with him for not making a different decision or being upset with him for making not making the decision that I would have wanted for myself back then because I didn't I didn't have a voice. I didn't I didn't know how to express 
my needs and I, I damn sure couldn't provide them for myself like to make sure they were taken care of so I think that that just knowing that and that being such like a mindful like a mindful setting in my head now that when I step into that role if it is something that I want to do that I want to like I want to know how I as a parent can help heal from generational curses that aren't even my own that, that didn't mm-hmm. come from my lineage because it's going to happen mm-hmm. it's it's something that's at the moment hidden and unanswered but it's 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 a fact knowing that yourself that we all know that and i think that's same reason that has always stopped me from adopting you know like i know i gotta have my own because i know at least my genes you know it's like at least i know how i am i know how my family is you know but like adopting is like um it's not ugly to say i'm adopting a monster because i don't know i'm not familiar of the realm they come from you know so you know i don't mean to be mean but yeah, no, and I, it's a I, fact I, I, you know i just i don't know i think i, I, I feel like, like the worst like, feeling <laughs> i just like that the worst feeling in the world could, is just the feeling of being unwanted yeah and like i'm grateful that oh, despite all of their differences and everything that they've gone through like I, I my parents kept me and they raised me and they ultimately did that and now it's just like it, it can be a, a catch-22 because if you're the parent and you do that and maybe you, you're doing it with good intentions right but on the child on the receiving end of that not understanding at, at a young age and then being taken into a new situation or it could have been a situation where that child was being abused and so being placed with a new family is, is a better situation and it's just like I just my mindset of the foster foster care system is just a mindset of children have this general feeling of being unwanted and I feel like that's more coming from my own ignorance because I've never like met someone who's an active foster parent I've never seen someone who is like it living that everyday life like that's their lived experience every day so I definitely know that that's something I need to open my mind up and like experience and find a way to include that kind of interaction in my life just to get a better understanding. But that that's where I start when I hear foster care system or, or hear adoption. I, I my immediately go my mind immediately goes to this this feeling or this idea of being unwanted, and I feel yeah. like that's like the worst thing that mm-hmm. anyone as a person could ever experience. So yeah. I don't know. I for me, I would much rather adopt than have my own just because I feel like there's enough kids in the, there's enough like kids in the world who just need that unconditional love and that safe space. I don't, I don't necessarily have to create a life in order to, right. to give a life or give someone a good life. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like the only way for me to do that is to create a life. And I, I know that people say all the time, well, oh, you never know the true love of being a parent unless it's yours like it's a different kind of love da, 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 da. and I mean maybe it is that I'm never gonna step on like I'm never gonna cross that threshold I'm never gonna be on that side of the coin so it's like I can only speak from my lived experience because I can't say for me that it's different until I've actually gone through it because there's like plenty of people who have that mindset of it, it it's a different kind of love when it's your own child but they're are tons of, of families and people who are living in mixed families of children from adoption and foster care along with their own biological children. And I know there isn't a differentiation between the love there. And I think in my mind, having that be something that when my my stepmother was around, like having that feeling that I would want to like alleviate that from, from just someone else. So, and just everything that we've been talking about and going through and up until this point, like if I, if I could say that would be my one takeaway from all the segments that we've did, like for me as a person, from as a learning experience, I would say that would be it is just because looking at where I come from and having a better understanding of it and now knowing how I can move forward to be the best version of myself like I, I want to keep that. Like I want to make sure that stays with me. So yeah. only thing I want to do is pass it on. Cause I feel like 
it, it, it stays with me, yeah, but what can I do with it? Like, keeping right. it to myself would be, like, a selfish thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Hector? What is some takeaways from just, you know, all the segments we've been talking about? I think, uh, as I mentioned, I think last time, a lot of the stuff that we've talked about, stuff that I've been going through lately, it's almost like, I think from the beginning, it was just like a breakthrough. It's like, I think one of the episodes, like I literally had an aha moment right at the beginning as Amari was sharing something. And I think this is one of the reasons why I just, I love this is because we're, we're literally just sharing, not from a space of we know it all, from yeah. a space of like, whoa, like I understand this because I've lived in this. I was listening today to an audible um, and it talked about, I don't remember it, exactly what it said but what 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 he was training there's something that we got to dig into or we have to be brave enough to go into the unknown and know that things are going to get better and it's by being in the unknown place that we grow and evolve and i think that's you know coming into this segment of of wrapping up um thick skin it's it's, it's really about that, right? It's like, it's how, how can I soften in a way that's going to create more of what I want in my life versus thickening myself up so much and putting so many fucking walls up that the love can't come in, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like a lot of those things, like just even right now, you know, who wants to feel left out? Who wants to feel less than, you know what I mean? And I think, because a lot of the stuff that like I've personally gone through and I know a lot of gay men, women, LGBTQ community has gone through is, is that like feeling of I'm not wanted starting from maybe our family members from Mm -hmm. our childhood. And then again, going into that community and then realizing it's, Oh, wait a minute. It's not just in the straight world. It's not Mm -hmm. just where I came from. This is just in general, people are going to want me. Like when you finally, when I finally got it, like people are either going to want me or not. And right. it's okay because how many freaking people are there in the freaking world? You know, it's, it's, and I think after that moment, like I started to realize it's like, I'm more than enough. Yeah. And I started looking at the people that show up for me and the people that are coming into my life. If I, if I'm attracted so, to someone's energy and I want to reach out to them and for some reason they don't, I don't mm-hmm. take it personal anymore mm-hmm. because our journeys are not aligning. Our vibrations are not aligning. And I bless that person. And there's nothing to be upset about. It's right. it just it, you know? And, you know, going more into a personal space, like just my whole relationship right now. Like, I feel like I was in a very vulnerable place this whole year. Like, this whole pandemic, like, threw me in the freaking... <laughs> like, it just literally turned me upside down. But I knew that. I knew that from day one and from day one, I was like, all right, I'm going to get through this and I'm going to figure this out. And I'm going to learn a lot this year because I got that vision and, and I knew it was going to be a year of, of breakthroughs and pushing through and, and it still is. But to, to be someone I came to realize a few weeks ago, it's like, whoa, I was, I was in that place of need. I need to be held. I need to be loved, you know, and that's selfish. That's selfish because then, and in reality, you're not in a place of wholeness. And that's, that's what I realized for myself. It's like, I'm coming into something from a very selfish place because I'm scared versus is this really what I want? Not that the person that I was I was seeing and had made some what of a commitment to is not amazing. Like he's one of the most amazing men I know. But I came to realize by by being real with what I was understanding and said, "Oh, I understand." Instead of saying, "I understand this," but I just don't want to look at it. I'm gonna put it under here and wait. You know, ten years down the road, bad about it. Understand it it sucks because I have to like literally like just be completely honest and possibly hurt someone that I really love and I care about. But then I was like, wait a minute, but I love him and I care about him. How can I shift this? How can I make this so thin and so loving and so kind? And I had to really tap into love. Like for a whole week, I was just like, I need to bring this up because I feel like, like it's not authentic. 
And I thought not of how I was going to deliver the message, but on how I was going to let things flow. Mm. And it was not pretty at times, especially with me, because one, <clears throat> one thing I struggle with in relationship or when I'm dating someone, that's why I, I honestly feel like to me when I meet someone, I, and it's something that I've always had in my mind, it's just going to be as organic mending. There's going to be no need to explain. There's going to be no need to, this is who I am. Is this going to happen? Because it's not in my DNA to try to fit in. Right. Of relationship, right? Not, not that it's bad. Not a bad thing because everyone is different. But to me, it was, it was really about realizing it's like you're this big free spirit and you are going to be drawn to something and someone's going to be drawn to you. And I've had experiences like that and I've gone through them and gotten to know these people without judgment and it didn't evolve, but it gave me an idea of what it's like. And these individuals are very good friends. You know, it was romantic. It was nice. It was everything, but it was, it was so unattached that there was pain. There was pain. There was a, a, a love, the word love. And there was so many actions to that, that, I had to remember all that to be able to move forward and just be truthful and honest with this relationship and, and, and demonstrate and show that thin layer of myself. It's like, damn it. You know, I'm, I'm, and say, I'm sorry. Cause you don't know how you can expect the other person, not what they need to, you know, but also make sure that like, to me, it was really about being honest and being transparent. So I think all this, all these episodes have kind of been a buildup in mm -hmm. me literally finding solutions to challenges that have been coming up throughout the last year challenges that have been coming up throughout the last months um and i mean i'm, I'm at a point where i'm just excited for the podcast this episode and then i'm excited for the next one because I'm, I'm almost like okay what's well, going to come up on the next one right. you know because this is really about sharing each other's personal growth and sharing this with the world around us because we all experience stress. We all experience anxiety. We all experience issues and challenges that we, we, we need to empower ourselves to face and overcome. And that's my hope that, that with this share that we're doing here, we're able to inspire others in whatever field they may be. Because even though the stories might not be the same, some of the situations are similar and some of the, 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 the breakthroughs and outcomes of how we're navigating through these situations in life could be solutions for others as well oh okay there <laughs> no and it, like i i like how you play, I, I like how you wrote it because you're right like these episodes have been building up to just like a, a self-growth in all honesty and it's like growth in real time because it like it, it does it really documents our journey of where we started and how we've gotten here and it's crazy because even just look at the growth of just our podcast for example because of where we started and just the idea of it how it was just an idea that was a freaking text message conversation that just sparked it all and look at where we are now and like, I like how you said it's like a, a sense of wholeness, like feeling if you do, like having that need uh, that need to be held, that need to be like attention, it's a lack of sense of wholeness. And it's crazy that you say that because for a while I've been thinking that I am as a person, I'm whole, I'm whole. And that kind of fed into that mentality of obviously a relationship is going to be there forever for me because I am complete in and of myself. And I, I can't find like my completion or a part to complete me externally uh, other than within myself. And so now it's just like, like really challenging that mentality. And for me, what it means to have this sense of like completion or this sense of wholeness and what I've gained just through the process over these episodes, it's like, it, it's really making me redefine what that looks like for me because just over the past week there's been so much going on with being her family like she's had a complete falling out with her family and it, it's been crazy because here I am learning about mine and where I come from and all these things and then on the flip side here she is struggling 
with her so much so that there's a rift in their relationship and I had never involved myself before but the fact that I like as her partner as the person that she is in a relationship with outside of like anything other than the two of us I can't sit there and watch my partner get so upset that she is crying in front of her classmates like she she mm. can't focus in class so she literally needs to remove herself because of people that are supposed to be her parents like her her lineage and her family and where she's come from and to know that they're attacking her so much so that I had to get involved and it was like it, it was just a freaking war of the words at that point and the thing for me that really kind of just like kept me cool is the fact that her mom's partner, her mom's girlfriend is also a Scorpio. So I knew what she was doing as she was doing it because she had this mentality of, if I can't beat you with facts, then I'm gonna try and beat you with insults and ultimately get you so upset that you're just gonna back down and stop having this conversation. And that's not me because I, I myself am a Scorpio so it's just like don't sit here and bring insults to a fact-finding conversation like you sitting here trying to argue about facts and you don't know what you <laughs> want me to, to like to to say anything to begin with so how is it that you're gonna be so upset that you're trying to poke holes in our relationships because of problems that we've had in the past when we were both struggling with sobriety but here you are as the parent in her life struggling with your own relationship. Mm. Like y'all struggling financially. Y'all are struggling more than us. And because me and B are 10 years apart. And then her mother's girlfriend is, I think, 25 years older than me. And I think uh, her mom is just like 20, like somewhere in there. So it's not like it's an extreme age gap as far as like for me and them let's say like but to know that okay you're right around my mom's age like you're literally a few years younger than my mom so to know that where I've gone in the past year and some change in my life from where I was struggling to to where I am now and for you two to still be where you're at as far as like a unit building something, it, it it's laughable. So I, it, it made me really have to detach myself and realize like, what am I fighting for? What in my life, in my circle of completion and wholeness, like what am I protecting? And I like, cause like I said, I, I, they've gotten on her and like they've attacked her and they bullied her before, but I've tried to keep myself out of it because I was like, this is her family. I don't want her to feel like I'm trying to make her choose between me and them and all these things. And it's just like, but it, it literally got to the point where like she, she could not focus on what she's supposed to be doing. Like you're supposed to be uplifting her. If anything, you should be yelling at her to, to be in class and to be focusing, not intentionally trying to interrupt and disrupt her day. Like that's not something that you would, you should be doing. So just to know where I am now and realizing how I am still complete within a, of myself, but there is more to me than, than just me. And it's like, when I think about my, myself, as far as being complete and my circle and my bubble, I feel like it's all these other factors and I myself am not my own universe. I'm just a planet in my own galaxy kind of deal. And it's just like, there are all these other planets that I have to make sure are functioning correctly in order for my, for me to actually work. And that's what I've been learning through this process with these episodes. And so now uncovering more of me and focusing on how it impacts me to this day and in this relationship. And then on the flip side, like taking that and it, it, it honestly was just the mindset that I was in from all of this, because like, like I was telling 
freaking will it, talking to my dad like that having that conversation it wasn't until that happened that I realized that he was a human and it was just because like for me for so long it I, I he was just a superhero because that's where we kind of place our parents like they're supposed to be like the good and the bad in the world like the right and the just you know like they're, they're supposed to be these things that's what society teaches us that they are and it wasn't until having this conversation and understanding him it was like dang you're really just a person like you were just a person going through life and I understand it more now because I've gone through those years in my life I've had the opportunity to actually live those experiences not in the same way you did but to have that that time in my life so I can relate to it more now it really made him become a human to me so now just like in that aspect of going forward it, like the, my mentality from all of this, it's what made me able to be like, you know what, enough is enough. Like, y'all not going to treat her like this because now I'm in the sense of I'm clearing up the things in my life and she's one of the planets in my galaxy. So I got to make sure she's okay too. And these are things that I want her to be able to do for herself. Like I want her to be able to, to heal all these fucking generational traumas for herself. And that way she can be a better version of herself because she like I got her into pose and it was a quote on mm. one of the scenes that it was saying like your um blood doesn't make them your family it just makes them your relatives and she read that quote it, like there was more to it but it was just like that portion yeah. she it, it really made her just like okay like no matter what happens with my mom and her partner like if, if we never talk again if they never are part of our lives if we leave Arizona in a year and like we go off and do all these things and they're never around to see it that is okay like it, it, it like that for me just seeing how that resonated with her it made me feel like okay she's really starting to chip away and know that I'm more than just these entities and these factors in my life because she she's so rooted in her own sense of self and I think that's more of something that she's been able to tackle going through her transition and actually finding who she truly is it, it's allowed her to move away from like desiring that that, that that need for gratification from her parents like she gets it more so from herself than from them because it's like they don't know who she is. They, they knew a previous version and that's all that they're stuck on because when they attack her, they try and bring up her past and try to tell her how she's just filled with drugs and how she's and like how we're just ungodly and all the things. And I'm like, Dr what drugs there? Like, we definitely, like, we definitely stay high as fuck. Like, I, I, I'm happy I have my medical car because we smoke all day. Like, you dang sure right. Like, she can smoke as much wax, as much flour. She got edibles. Like, she, she, like, I, she, as long as I know that that's what she's doing, other than anything else, and she's been clean almost a little bit over a year now, then I'm okay. She can smoke as much as she wants to because she's not doing anything else. But you're talking about her from, two three years ago like yes that that's what she was two three years ago and you keep trying to bring it up when you're upset and it's like your false support it it don't even hold the same kind of water as your true feelings like I'd rather know how you really feel because if you want to sit here and act like you're you're so proud of her and you're she's changing and she's this good person and she's doing all these things and da, 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 just for you to get upset over something and bring up how she's a horrible person like you wish she would just go to hell and like all like all these things to remind her of what she did and I'm like how dare you like give yourself the right to be the black cloud over her shoulder like if somebody was literally like mind you you're her parent if somebody was literally following you around for the rest of your life just to remind you of everything that you've ever done wrong that would be a pretty fucking big cloud like at least she's at a point in her life where she realized it and is fucking fixing it like and and that's what it is so I was like you can't sit here and play both sides of the field so to know that like that's what she's moving away from i'm really happy and like i said it, it wasn't like it wasn't anything other than like my own growth and i sort of like i like the i love the fact that you can even see it in these past few episodes and we have tons of other topics coming up like we're oh going my God, to i'm so excited <laughs> we have so much <laughs> yeah. 
store. Like it, it's like we're gonna see our own personal growth and just to share that with people and hope that it resonates with anyone out there. It, it's like this is like a real life struggle. It, it, it's the real it's the real world every mm-hmm. single day. And it, it, it does change and it does get better and it, it takes time and it, it's a nitty gritty process. But even like I said, over the past few episodes and honestly, just for like a, <laughs> a side note for anyone out there, like who, who does follow us and who does listen, like, I hope that you see our growth. Like, I hope that you see where we have started and where we're going with this because it, it, it takes time and I, as a person, like even stepping outside of this, just seeing how this is helping me influence the growth of the people around me. I I know this is, I I know we're doing this for a reason. Like I know this is meant to like hit hard and come in clutch for somebody out there. Like this is meant to resonate with people out there. And Mm -hmm. it's just an amazing feeling. So I'm like, that's my whole two cent rant because I love you guys. I love all the time that I spend with you. I love the texting. I love, I just like, I, I love the energy that we can just foster together. Yeah. I feel so connected to all of you. I, I tend to be, I'm very, I could be very quiet, but like, I'm always like, I just feel this energy, this connection, like, oh my God, like I, I'm going through stuff sometimes. I'm like, oh, this is going to come on the podcast or we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. Um, you know, one thing that you brought up right now, Mari, the whole thing with, with, with parents is, and, and, and this might, this might help, um, your partner. I, I had to be okay at one point. I mean, my parents are Jehovah's Witness, so they have, you know, a programming that there is no way that I can change that. And I think I shared in one of the other episodes mm-hmm. that both my, well, yeah, both my parents went through a lot of trauma. So they found that comfort religion and that safety net, which that's just probably going to be the rest of their life. So I had to really look at things from a teacher once told me, it's like, what would happen if you saw your parents as little children? Like with no disrespect, no need to tell them you're seeing them as little children because you're supposed to respect your parents. But if you were to if you were to see them as kids, and the moment as, as soon as she said that, I saw two kids throwing a temper tantrum, wow. and I was oh, I'm not gonna get mad about this. They're throwing a fit. Okay, it's it's <laughs> it's it's not a big deal, you know why? Because in their mind, they did everything they could, and then it's not coming out the way they wanted. That's like a conflict that's going in within themselves. Yet they don't realize. Like, mama and papa, you created this, okay? Like, <laughs> like, like, eventually you'll see it, you know? But I had to realize that, okay, I'm no longer ashamed of myself. And when I realized that, I, I had to, it, it, it's cleared things up. And it's funny because I say that religion has a lot to do with their programming because we've had moments where I'm just like, oh my God, they understand, but they're choosing not to. You know what I mean? And I have to respect that. And I had to see the good and stuff. Like for me, for a while, it was so hard for my, for not to have my family. Like I was like, my family was everything growing up. Like as annoyed as I was as a teenager, like they were my family. So that was a big piece for me that I had to do a lot of work in healing. So just, Keep that in mind in regards to parents. To me, it's one of those things where it's like they're on their own journey. Like to me, they they did what they had to do to bring me here. Now it's my responsibility to live this life, to learn, to get up, to shake off what doesn't belong here, you know, to be okay to change my mind, to learn to say yes, to learn to say no, that it's okay to change my mind, that it's okay to be myself. And, and that's all I could do. Because I can't suffer. I can't be I can't be frustrated at the fact that they don't I don't meet their expectations in regards to what they want from me. Like it's okay. It's healed. But that's hard. That takes a long time. It took me a long time to do that. Um but yeah. 
What's up with you, Nacho? <laughs> okay. Ooh, okay. Did you know, did you know Nacho got a man like uh, officially? officially in a whole relationship? Yeah. Not just your friend just coming out to hang out or none of that. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm really just smiling and glowing. Um, honestly, this has helped me to be able to accept it, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. when we talked about the thin layer, that resonated a lot with me um, when we talked about it, because I didn't think about it. And I realized that I have built such a thick skin because of, like what you said, Hector, with the whole religion thing. I had to build a thick skin knowing that I wasn't going to meet a lot of people's expectations in my family. And then learning how to, <laughs> I guess you could say, see, see your parents as children, but it, it has been so hard to allow that thin skin to come with me because um, I was talking to the episode um, with um, my talk about Tuesday and it was just like, gosh, I opened up so much. And it was just like, I am so hard on myself. And like I said just a little earlier, like, I feel like I don't deserve something. But why not? It, am I going to allow like surroundings to or this kind of painted picture make me realize that, oh, I don't deserve that or no, F that. I deserve the best. And if this, by God, this man is the best. I deserve it. He deserves me. And I have never said that where someone I would say deserves me because I'm like, well, I've made peace that I'm not going to meet somebody. It's cool. I'll meet these little things, literally little things, you know, you serve your purpose. Good night. You know, or you're trying to get in that little soft spot. I'm like, oh, I would like to see you again. Ghost. Um, Yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, we're cheesy. Right, right. (laughs) But, you know, it's so hard. Just like what you were were sharing earlier, Hector, you know, with your relationship right now, it's, it's that adjusting that mindset that you have been so accustomed to, you know, with your, like, you know, you're, you've been single for this amount of time and you've then someone shows up where you may be catching up or even however long you know the person, but these feelings are happening and it's like, no, oh my God, my freedom, it's gone, you know, but sometimes it's not that, you know, but we're all in our head because we're scared of something that something we hear is a norm and well, it's up to us to make it that norm or we're going to make it something completely different, but it has to come from those two worlds to actually speak and say it because we're not mind readers and that's one thing that I knew going into this one I'm not I noticed something about myself even from my previous relationship was where I didn't speak I expected the person to know I really was thinking that they would why am I you gotta know you know like I was that's your problem but I realized I as a takeaway for even for myself it was like I need to open my mouth more I can't expect someone to know how I'm feeling if I don't say anything. I can't expect someone to know that I'm upset by not saying anything. Or I can't sleep on a situation when we really should be talking about it. You know, like, you're upset, I'm upset. I'm F my own feelings, because I don't know if you guys get like that, where it's like, for the better of this person to sleep at night, I better just suck it up. And I've done that, where I sacrifice my own happiness for someone else. And no. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, I do matter. And at that time, I would always build the thick skin where I could not even allow myself to feel something. And it's so funny. Amara, you talk about pose. Oh, my God. I, every episode made me cry like a dang baby. I'm like, because mm-hmm. it, it touched me. You know, it's like, I think all of us, especially in our community, sees ourselves that disowned that family that's like they're never they're they're not blood they're not like our family is well who we choose just because you gave birth you did your part thank you but now the rest is for us to make up and i know that in a lot of parents they want the best so they try to mold you the way they want to mold you but yet 
I feel like they always forget that, you know, you also was a rival when you were born. You know that we all, every child becomes a little bit of a rebel against their parent, every child, because it's like, I can't live your dream, mom. And then they become miserable. It's, it's like, look, you gave birth to me. You did the hard part. You allowed me to come out. <laughs> thank you. You know, I'm not being disrespectful, you know, but thank you. You know, you did that hard part. But now, and you grew me, and now the rest is up for me to walk. And just, gosh, I. it's funny how you guys were saying, too, like this show is, it literally is like, I'm living through it. Like, like all of us, I, f- I feel like all of us are living through these episodes and we all have something to bring back to the table saying, so <laughs> let me catch you up on what's been going on. I'm like, this is crazy. Like this is a real reality show, you know? And it's like, boy, the finale, I really was going to have to get the popcorn. Okay. okay. You know, but it's, it's just crazy how, we're learning more about ourselves. This show has helped me um, really be not scared of the thin skin because I have wore a thick skin for so many years mm-hmm. because I thought I was protecting myself. I was, but I also wasn't because I'm not allowing the blessings to come in because I'm, I'm judging it, you know, mm-hmm. by my past experiences, yes. you know, and it's like, nope, no. No, that looks weird. No, you know, but realizing like, it's okay to feel a little something. It's okay. And um, I'm so happy that your partner, Amari, has you to, and and it's so great that you had to go through your situations to kind of like open up, like, you know, it's okay. They're going to be who they're going to be. They're human. I think that's the most important part for us children to realize our parents are human. They don't know it all. They they don't they're just learning people just as we are you know and so when you can actually realize and see them as a human it does create a peace with us not holding so much against them like they hold against us too and i think their trouble is they just see us as their child they don't see us as humans either so yeah. it's like Agreed. mom i'm human too just like you Agreed. i'm a learning adult just like you you yeah. can't always have the answer you can't i know you want to i know you don't want me to struggle but Mom, how did you get to where you was? You struggled, right? Okay. So, you know, it's like we're human and we yeah. forget that, you know? So, but that's really my takeaway, really, because it's it literally, we are living day to day. And this is a real reality that all three of us are facing. And to be able to come to each other, almost like we're like a rag, a sponge. And so when we get together, we're like, Oh, I'm so happy. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Right? I feel like we're ringing it out because I know every day is a struggle, but every day is a blessing in the same, you know. And I know all three of us, we know that. And to be able to come to a group like we are, a family, because we are family. You know, to be able to come with each other and know that I can talk to them about this, knowing they ain't going to judge me, but they're going to add to it. Like, girl, you went through that. <sighs> girl, let's, let me. OK, now I, I guess I could talk about it, too. So, you know, I, I love that. I love yeah. that. And so, yeah, that's my takeaway. I just I'm grateful that I'm able to get into my thin skin because that's actually allowed me to love somebody else without limits and without being in my head, it's so hard to not be in my head. I'm telling you, it I is hear not you. easy. I think, you know, what the biggest struggle with me when it came to this is that I don't talk a lot about my ADHD. Like, because mm-hmm. I, to me, it's almost like I hate that label. Like, I don't like it. So it makes me not vulnerable, right? Because then people don't know why I'm losing my shit, you know, or why I'm kind of like in space. And one thing that really messes with me is having to please someone else or making someone understand my process, which it's fine at the beginning because it's like, okay, well, this is how Hector functions. Like, and he's just going to function his own way because that's the way he functions. Um, but then having to pause 
constantly to explain that, like my health, my brain, my mental health cannot deal with that. And I have to be okay with that. And to me, like, to me, that's a sign. If something doesn't bring me peace, I need to take the peace that's not bringing me peace out so yeah. we could remain in peace. Yeah. And I don't feel bad about it. And I don't feel yeah. guilty about it because I'm coming from a place of love for myself. And honey, like I'm not able to love you this way. And I don't think it's going to work because <laughs> this is who I am. This is Hector. There's, I, I'm happy with who I am. There's nothing I want to change about my process, how I start my day, how I prime myself. Like all this is a part of who I am. So for me to change that for someone else it doesn't make, right. it doesn't make sense, you know, mm-hmm. or having to explain it. Like, like if you're at awe with who I am, then go discover yourself so you could experience the same, you know, like, I agree. Like go do that. You know what I mean? It, it, and it's just one of those things where it's like, and then again, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to leave it out there. <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> I agree for like work, that there's had, there has been some stuff that have that has come up since then that I want to talk about, but I'm not ready to talk about. Got you. I'm in- <laughs> <laughs> so maybe the next episode, but um that's why I'm pausing. I'll be I'll be vulnerable enough to say that. Um <laughs> but I, I I do feel like being having you all in my life and just being knowing that I have this team of people that we're, we're doing something, we're creating something has helped me so much because one thing that I experienced in the process of dating someone so seriously, it, it shook my entire foundation. And what that was, was the cracking of my freaking thickness. That's what it was. It cracked me. It was yeah. like an earthquake, you yeah. know, like, work fell apart (laughs) um my freaking I couldn't even like literally I was like oh my god I can't even it was so bad that I had literally had one of my best friends like like on the phone okay I need to do this like literally like I started making lists I started doing a lot of the things that I wasn't doing once I realized how much it was affecting me and I had become lazy and complacent about doing those things and that's why I became lonely. Mm-hmm. That's why I became pitiful. But I had to become that so I could become vulnerable and be a mess. So all that can break and just, just hey, all right, here it is. Yeah. It's raw. It's naked. Right. <laughs> it's Hector. <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, and, and I think one thing that really got me that he said, that he said to me in one of our, in one of our discussions, because we never argue. I mean, like literally he's one of my best friends, but one thing he, he called me out on it. You know, this is personal stuff, right? Cause I do spiritual work. I, I, I you know, I, I teach yoga, I teach mindfulness. I teach all these things that help people create more of a positive life. And he straight up told me, he's like, it doesn't seem like you're a spiritual person right now. And I was like, Oh, and I was like, no, I'm not. And I told, and I had to tell him, I was like, babe, I mean, I'm not here to be spiritual with you. I'm human. But then it also made me realize it's all one thing, you know? And how am I showing up for him? Because I wasn't showing up for him because I wasn't able to show up for myself. Yes. So I had to make sure that in the process of creating that separation, taking the part that wasn't working from the authenticity of our friendship, I'm not being, I'm not showing up the way I'm supposed to be showing up authentically, you know? And, and that helped me a lot because it's taking me back to my process. Like I'm going to share with you what I've been doing. So a few weeks ago, a friend of mine gave me this pendant here, my bestie that has literally been by my side. Like I've snapped at him like 20,000 times. (laughs) times <laughs> like what are you doing you know you're interfering with my time right now and i'm like oh my god so he was so proud this thing and it's a it's a tree of life and you put intentions inside of it and when he gave it to me i was like it reminded me of what my honey told me about not being like it, i was in that process of reconnecting with my spirit you know 
And, and I was like, oh my God, this came at the perfect time. So I've been doing four intentions per week over the last four weeks. And then I've been writing those intentions on my mirror with the white marker. So every day when I look at that, I remember what my intentions are. And um, the first four intentions that I picked out blindly were gratitude, kindness, light, and love. The biggest one for me was kindness because I was so caught up in resisting the breaking of my thick skin that I was latching out and just being mean and just, I need you to understand me. <laughs> I've said it nice. I've said it sweet. I've said it spiritual. I've said it zen. I've said it passionately. I just don't know how to convey it, you know? And then I'm not being kind. I'm, I'm wanting to dictate a way. This is how Hector works. Instead of saying, I need you to help. I, how can I help you understand me? Mm. You know, and kindness has been a big thing for me over the last few weeks. Like remembering to be kind because the stress is real. Mm. And my stress and my anxiety is not supposed to be lashed out to anyone, especially the people I love. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I love you, Hector. I love you too. I love you. <laughs> I love you both. <laughs> that was good. Oh, wow. <sighs> so, yeah. I think that would be a good stopping point. Right. Yeah. Because we're the hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. We well, a little bit more because we actually, um, if you want to, I, I don't care. I'm cool. The um, we were all gonna go see this thing. And we're all like, I'm not feeling it. I'm like, I'm not feeling it either. I don't feel like being at a bar or anything <laughs> like that. So, but um, yeah. I feel like you really relieve something right now that you you're, you you have did. you just kind of like, oh, finally, you know, I I know that look, I know that stance for myself. You know, I just like I needed to do that, and you know, this is a safe circle here. Or triangle. So, <laughs> I'm like, well, what kind of shape is a triangle? So, you know, it's the same triangle. Tri- no. <laughs> <laughs> but I am so, I'm so thankful. And I think for me, I'm, I'm working on gratitude. If, if I were to write something on the wall to work on is gratitude. You just to be thankful, more grateful. I, I allowed the problems and stresses of just life itself you know money and the lack of this and that to weigh over me and it's a game that I've already won before so it's not like it's new you know and it's but (laughs) different faces start showing up and saying this and this and I'm like no get out of my face but then I met somebody who's like I got you like Mm -hmm. no you don't what's the cost you know like that's my mindset because I have been burned before and where you know someone does something with an intention to get something back or with an intention that's not good it's a bad intention or they're doing it with an expectation of something to get through it you know like what am i getting if i give this to you it's like everything got to be a cost to you like don't even think about help me i don't need you you know but to meet somebody who's like i got you what's up and it's so weird i'm not gonna lie it's weird it's hard but that's where the gratitude I'm practicing is like, thank you. Trying to find a flaw in it, you know, like, thank you because it's so hard. I, I'm not familiar with this at all. This is new to me Um, because it's kind of like something I would do, you know? So why can't I accept that? You know, you do for others, but can you accept people doing for you? That's been one of my hardest challenges in life is like, yeah, I want you. I want you to thrive. I want you to do this. I'm giving, 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 giving. But when it comes back to me, it's like, no, it's not my time. What are you talking about? <laughs> it is your time, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yes. It's like, you know, I'm like no, like literally, like no. <laughs> Anyways, back to you. You know, but it's like, no, it is my time. Why do I gotta like? sit here in the back burner like i'm about to run up with y'all let's go you know so it's <laughs> gratitude that i'm working on because the more grateful the grateful what we are 
the less we see the wrongs and things, the less we see what's wrong with us, you know? So the more grateful I can become, I find more things to be grateful for and less things to complain about, you know? So it's so easy for us to tell people that, but practicing is a whole other thing. <laughs> you know? It's like, you need to be more grateful. Stop complaining. And then I'm like, good God, I'll be complaining too. <laughs> Shut up. You know, so uh, I'm just, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for my spirit. I'm grateful for your grace of spirit. You know, I'm grateful for just the experiences that we're going through that we're able to share because we're meant to share these things. We're not supposed to be selfish and hold these to ourselves. How do we grow? We don't grow unless we open up a little, like a flower, you know, and that's us giving. Como la flor. Yeah. <laughs> I totally binge watched Selena last week. I need to watch that show. I have. I've not heard like I've heard like the good. series is really good. I've heard yeah. exactly really good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So, so I need I'm to like check it out. Yeah, I'm like, but J Lo did it, you know. I'm like, no, but I need to watch it because like you can't compare. No. Yeah, yeah J Lo's a bit more in depth of it because the movie you're so limited and so with yeah. the show, you're getting it a lot, you know. Yeah. You're getting, the storyline, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So I wanna, I'm definitely gonna be watching that. I know my friends are like, "You need to watch it, Will." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> her, her dancing gets better in the second season. Oh well, that's good. Yeah, because she was she was struggling with it, but yeah. She... <laughs> Go to class. You better learn, Jay. <laughs> The storyline is very good. Yeah, it's yeah. That's beautiful. I like that. Yeah. All right, Charles. I'm gonna hop off here before she come back here. Give her a hug from all of us, though, please. I will. Give her a big hug and a kiss from all of us. I definitely will. All right, I love you both. Love you too. And that completes today's Authentic Self episode on the Not Just Cafe podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, it's not about how the world sees you. It's about how you embrace your own world.